I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I take you for a ride on the devil's ship. I take you for a ride where you sink or swim. Now come with me and let this story begin. Nick Drosso's back in studio here to defend yourself. Against a known rapist. A known... <laughs> I, I read that on Twitter. I'm like, okay, how do I answer that? Yeah, everybody's like with this cancel culture. I'm like, okay, what do I do? Uh, you just don't let him get to you. <laughs> Protect your asshole at all costs. That's all that like is. A, so how's uh, the self-defense business been? Good, man. I'm happy to be back. We were talking about it last time I was on your show. The first time was, was it five, four years ago? First time was uh, 2017, 2018. 2017, that's crazy, man. How I, I'm following how far you've come and how much stuff you've done. It's only in the last like years. five blocks, bro. It's not that far. It's, yeah. all, it's like five minutes away from where you first met me. It's crazy. No, but the whole setup. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. really uh, it's really amazing what you've done. Yeah, every time you come here, there's a new upgrade. Yeah, no, I see. I see the mics and everything. So, uh, yeah, the self defense is doing well. It's, it's interesting because um, the business has grown for me. You know, like a couple of years ago, it was hard for me to get people to want to learn self-defense, to buy my courses. Now, since COVID and after COVID, it's like suddenly everybody wants to learn self-defense. People are reaching out to me. I'm doing seminars. I went to Ohio. I'm going to LA. I did one in Greece. I'm they going want to defend themselves. Again. Yeah, more and more people are starting to be aware that shit's hitting the fan. And, you know, the, the idea that the police officers or the security or that somebody's going to be there at the time is going to happen are slim to none. So there's been this awareness of more and more people. And it's, it's interesting because the people who are taking my courses are 40 to 60. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been good for me in terms of building these online courses and being able to sell them and market them and start really targeting into the U S and doing more seminars. So do you, do you think that right now for you, this is your golden era? You know, it's interesting because like I'm... Have you entered the golden age of Nick Droso's self-defense? Yeah, I think so. I think it's I think it's going to be now, the, my 40s and even 50s. And I kind of, I was, I was trying to think, is it because more people want to learn self-defense? Is it because the industry changed? Or is it because I'm older and now the people coming to me are... Like, imagine I was 20, I was 25, 30. It's hard for me to train a 50-year-old who wants to learn self-defense. But yeah. now I'm in, I'm in that age group where, even in terms of fitness, men want to get in shape. And you're showing them what's possible. And what, Yeah. Like, I mean, even with my... You know, even as you get older, you can still learn self-defense. You can still get in shape. And I put all that together. So, I mean, it's interesting how it's changed the, the industry and I'm able to follow. So, I do think, like... From now, moving forward, I think I'm, I'm in that golden age. I think it's not just all. I think it's because you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. You just have to do this trial and error. And then it's incremental changes. You grow a bigger fan base slowly, slowly. And then you get to the point where you're like, oh, this is my golden age. But it's all the work you put into it. That's what it is. That's why you, it's something you can never do. Even if you're the best at 20, yeah. you can never get to the golden age because you haven't put in the work yet. Good point. And it's all incremental. That's how things grow. Even the podcast, that's how things grow. It's yeah. all, you chip away at it. But when you're young, you don't know that, right? You're thinking, no. okay, I want to be successful now. I want it to work now. And I'm realizing all those years where 
I, you know, I was training, I was teaching, I wasn't as busy. I was like, I was literally, you know, begging clients $20 so I can train them. I used to charge that. So all that was part of my training to get where I am today and be like, okay, so now, you know, I'm going to, they're going to fly me to LA. I'm going to do a couple of seminars. I'm going to train law enforcement. But I realized all those times were training and preparation to get to that. And I think that's what I try to, even my son, that's what I try to tell him. I go, Noah, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not, it's not a one year or three year. It's going to take at least five to 10 years before you actually start building a name, just getting people to, to yeah. know who you are. And then actually after 10 years, you actually start, you know, that's when it starts. That's, that's when the it beginning, starts. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, I realize it now, but until you've been through the journey, you don't know it. And it's hard for you to teach it or tell somebody about it. No, you have to live it. And same thing with weight loss. Cause it's, yeah. you want to talk about weight loss since it's uh new year's yeah. time and people are going to inevitably create a list for themselves and then never get to it. Part of that list is always the resolution Yeah. to lose weight. Yeah. And you lost a hundred pounds. I lost a hundred pounds. That's yeah. amazing. So like, yeah. And it, I lost it all at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> I was walking fast. No, um, do you think, what's the biggest culprit you think of people not losing weight? I, I would say it's discipline. Because people, <laughs> I think it's discipline. So I see people, they're going to go, they're, they're going to come see me. They're going to get a trainer. They're going to f- see a nutrition. They're going to do all of that. They have the motivation. They're pumped. They're going to do a vision board. They're going to do everything. They're going to be pumped to do it one week, two weeks, a month. Yeah. And then they're, something's going to happen. They're not going to feel like it. They're going to get sick. They're going to feel like, oh, it's too cold. It's, you know, there's Burgers always... Burgers are delicious. There's, there's always a reason, but it's staying the course and being disciplined and doing it when you don't feel like it, when when you're feeling down or depressed or maybe things are not going your way, it's showing up. No matter how you feel, you just show up. That's what I try to tell people. And and being structured with not saying, okay, I want to get in shape. I tell people, define what it means to get in shape. Yeah. I want to lose weight. Define what we, losing weight to you means. You have to break it down. Without clarity, it has it's to be- It's too vague. It's too vague. And you, you need clarity. After clarity, then you could set your goals and then you need a- a plan of execution with details. Like if you want to lose weight, you got to say, okay, when am I going to train? What time am I going to train? What day? What time? What am I going to eat? When am I going to, everything has to be planned out and everything has to be built around that. Cause there's always going to something that's going to come to throw you off track where you're going to say, fuck it. I'm not going to do it next time. But that's where the discipline comes in. Yeah. I was uh, super disciplined. Uh, I gave up a lot of desserts. I gave up a lot of foods that I love in order to lose weight. And my goal, I never had a, I didn't weigh myself to like 10 months or whatever, 11, when I was forced to, because Mike was asking, he's like, how much do you fucking weigh now? Yeah. Like you look different. I didn't even realize because I wasn't weighing myself. I just felt better and I just kept doing it. And people would notice that I was shrinking, but I wasn't noticing because I wasn't weighing myself. I was just, yeah. it was my life. I was just, this is how I live. I don't eat that anymore. I don't eat that anymore. This is just how I live. Yeah. And then uh, I weighed myself. I was like, God damn, it's a lot of fucking weight. Yeah. Had I noticed, you, it depends who you are. Like, if I would pay attention all the time, maybe it would fuck with me. But because I wasn't paying attention to how much I was losing, it never. I never had the pressure. I think that's the thing. And I tell, I tell some of my clients. Some of my clients get obsessed with scales, right? Because shit. But because it could change. Because let's say right now I might go up a bit because I start training. Yeah. So need. let's say if it goes up a bit, but I look better, I feel better, I'm yeah. smaller. Who gives a shit what it writes? Yeah, and I, I say that to clients who get obsessed with the, the scale. I'm like, okay, get rid of it. So I can grab some waters. 
because because when they when they when they start getting obsessed with the skill, they start looking at it, and when the results are not there, well, then they lose motivation. Yeah. Right. So the idea is get out of this, get off the scale, and just focus on what you're going to have to do, and just be consistent with it. You know. So, I think that that's. You know, and, and I mean, it's pretty simple. What did you do to lose weight? Because people think it's this complex way of doing it. And it's... I did it the easiest way. I just used common sense. I yeah. cut out uh, bread completely and uh, all the refined sugar. So um, uh, desserts, uh, candies, all sugar, sugar. essentially. I would still eat what they told you about fruits and vegetables is yeah. nonsense. I would eat fruits and vegetables. Yeah, I would eat I, a lot I of fruits. I agree with that. Strawberries, watermelons, yeah. whatever you want. Cantaloupe. I love that yeah. shit. I never stopped eating any of that. Yeah. Bananas, I never stopped eating any of that. Uh, just actual sugar, chocolate, I cut off, um, and bread, all the bread, yeah, pa the bread. no pasta. Yeah. And you lose, whether you want to or not, you, you that's lose. how your, your body, after a month, starts realizing you're not eating that fucking starch, all yeah, that shit anymore. It starts crap. changing how it, like, uh, how it processes the rest of the stuff you're eating. And it was a lot of protein. It was a lot of meats, yeah. cheeses, and veggies. Simple. And just simple, lost weight. So and simple. this was without doing exercise. Then I started exercising. And it even uh, helped even more. But this was even without exercise. I was losing all kinds of weight. Did you do intermittent fasting? Yeah, I do it. But it, like he knows, I don't really think about intermittent fasting just because the way I live my lifestyle, Yeah, I ended up, I don't normally eat before 4 p.m. Okay. So you so your first meal is at 4? Normally, yeah. And your four last or meal later. is? It depends on the day, but it could be my first meal is at 4 and, my, and the last time I eat could be at 6 or at 8, depending on the day. What do you mean? For 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. is your last meal? It might be 6 wow. or, or 8, but it, it, or it might just be at 4. Like, I'll eat something yeah. and I won't eat again. Wow. Yeah, but because uh, I got my stomach shrank, I guess, so I got yeah. used to, I don't need to eat. Yeah. And then I'll snack, but I'll snack now. I'll snack on meats and cheeses, shit like that. Don't and you I, feel great? Snacking. No, like, si since you, like, si having, eating less. Like yeah, yeah, I feel one better. Two meals, yeah. I, I don't like feeling stuffed anyway. Yeah. I don't like that, yeah. that greasy, heavy feeling. I don't like it anyway. And it's, I keep telling people, it's super doable. If I did it, yeah. trust, and I love eating, you could do it. Yeah. It's the it's the first month you get used to. Plus, I drink a lot of coffee, so I'm distracted. I don't put sugar in my coffee. Yeah. I put cream, though. So I'm distracted. If I'm hungry, I'm drinking coffee, and you know, you forget. Or drink some water. Just forget about it. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think the way you do it is a lot of times the same approach I take with my clients. Do the intermittent fasting, cut out the bread, cut out the pasta, cut out the refined sugars. And you see results fast. Fast, you know what I mean? And and go around your lifestyle. Like be yeah. realistic with what you wanna what you wanna create with your goals. And the average weight loss is one to three pounds, especially when you're building muscle, right? So it depends. Like if you're doing and and if you're doing car, just cardio or if you're just you lost weight, now you want to start building muscle. Yeah. Now I'm in it's, the gym. Yeah. Now you want to lift weight. And it's funny because over the years I mean, I started training when I was like 16 years old. It's been my whole life. And I've tried every type of type of diet, you know, all the fads that came out of the years, also the type of trainings. Whereas now, even for me, like I'm 46, I don't do the heavy training anymore. I go reps of 20, more controlled because at our age, okay, I'm not, but you're lean, you're good. You have muscle. Like yeah, but I don't, I don't deadlift anymore. I deadlift. I hurt my back. If I go too heavy, my knees hurt. I said, you know what? Fuck what the research says. I go reps of 20, more controlled. I do three days of strength, three days of cardio, where I do like my MMA, my fighting, my wrestling, yeah. whatever it is. And more controlled and just, you know, I, I pace myself through my workouts more than... than I used to. Yeah, there's stuff I don't do anymore. Because just, not that my body can't handle it, but I always say, okay, risk of reward. And, you know, I can get seriously injured doing this is it worth it putting on a weight vest and doing box jumps no 
take off the weight vest. I might do, I used to do one leg box jumps where you, with one legs, you got to jump on a box. I was like, you know, the next day my knee hurts a little bit. Okay, this is not worth it. Like, so I, I mean, I've kind of modified. As but, you should. But I feel stronger than ever. Also, one thing that I added that I didn't add, every night I stretch. I do mobility. Stretching helps. Every night. I I, I was like, ah, oh, who gives a shit about stretching? No, stretching. I, I know I, I play hockey still on Saturdays. I play ball hockey. When I do a good 10 minutes or more of stretching before, yeah. I'm so much looser, faster. I play so much better. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's one of those things, like, when you, and it sucks. Like, I mean, I got glasses, Pantelis. Yeah, I, you're an old man. You I, need I, I refuse to get glasses. I was like, I'm not getting glasses. I don't want to get them. My friends are going to think I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah, my son was like, nerd. Yeah, yeah. Just a reminder that he's allowed to drive, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> refuse to wear his glasses. So... That sidewalk came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a car anymore. Anyways, I Uber everywhere. I got, I got rid of my car. Why? My lease was up and I was going to... Isn't going to get expensive just Uber everywhere? No, because actually my gym is in my house. That's true. So I don't really go anywhere. And then I oh, said, okay... you don't drive around a lot. Yeah, so I was going to... I leased a car. It was $700 a month. I got like a hybrid Jeep. And then the grant didn't go through. And then they tell me it's 900 And I'm like... I'm on 900 bucks for a Jeep that I'm barely going to drive. So yeah, I said, let me, let, let me Uber. So, I mean, I'm spending about three, $400 a month on Uber. So you're saving money. I'm saving money. Guy pulls up to my house, you know, no shoveling snow, no yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, at the end, it's like, all right, why do I need a car? I'm like, screw it. So I'm just Ubering. 900 everywhere. a month for, especially if you're not driving around. That, it's, yeah, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. so stupid. Like if I was training clients on the road like I used to, yeah, because I get my Jeep, I put my logo on it, it's advertisement, I go to clients' homes, but I stopped. You know, COVID was the best thing for my business, man. Oh, yeah. It shifted my entire business. And unlike some trainers who took it bad or freaking out, I capitalized. I built my online business, my online courses. I was training a guy yesterday in Poland, training a guy in Russia, UK, everything online. So I was able to build my online business and completely scrap the home training and just remodel everything. And it was like, I think had it not been for COVID, I would have never done that leap. You were never pushed to I online. I would have never pushed it because it's hard to convince clients, well, let's do it online. Well, why? You're paying me. You're, you're, I'm paying you to come to my house. Why would I do it online? So to them, they don't care as long as you train me. But if I'm paying for service for you to come here, and I'm saying, well, I'm going to train you online. Then they're going to be like, but why? It's good for you, but it's not good for me. Yeah. But, but online, as long as you have the setup and they can see you and all that, I think online is better, bro. You don't have a guy in your house. Just do it yourself yeah. and then you're done. But that's what happened. After people started doing it, they were like, oh, I like it. More flexible schedule. Yeah. Uh, I can train them later, earlier. Nobody walks into your house. Yeah. There's still that, you know, you could two minutes before you could just, you know, be chilling and like you're yeah. not, you're still not waiting for somebody. I could train people while they're on vacation yeah, so they don't yeah. miss a workout. So, so many benefits to online. And it's crazy how many sh businesses shifted, had to remodel, restructure. But if you found the opportunity, you'd be able to create something. So it really, you know, it's part of being an entrepreneur, I guess. Yeah, you know, you got to be willing to shift. I, us, we moved in here during the pandemic. We pushed very hard online to get it's the podcast. True, huh? It's through the pandemic yeah. you did this. Yeah, yeah. We left at the peak. Like we left, people thought we were insane. We came because there was nothing here. Right? It was all empty. They had to build it for us. So it was just people like, what the fuck are you doing during? Uh, but in my head, I had seen the opportunity because yeah. in my head, I thought uh, I could get a longer lease. 
Oh, that's true. And huh? Keep it cheaper because I had the rates of during that time. Wow, that's smart. Were you nervous to make doing super, that? Super, super. I came. I was uh, yeah. when I was signed the contract. I was like, "This is crazy." Yeah, it's yeah. it's part of being an entrepreneur, man. I, I I tell people being an entrepreneur is a bipolar experience. It's completely. Insane. It's like one day you're like, "Yeah," the next day, "Shit." The next day you're like, "Great idea, I'm gonna do this." The next day you're like, "Ah, scrap it." It's like a roller coaster. And I tell people if you don't have a lot of like, um, if you don't have like strong character or strong will like don't bother going into it because it's to try and start your own business yeah it's, oh, it's, it's, it's so hard it's only lunatics should do this yeah yeah it's it's it takes a lot of character to stay the course when and the roller coaster rides with up and highs and lows and so that's something we don't talk about people think it's bad to not have your own business or you have to do it. you don't it depends what you want and and what your job is but a lot of times what you're doing, you'd be way happier just doing the nine to five. You're making your good money. You have your vacations. You know mm-hmm. you're set instead of working 70 hours a week and doing all the shit that we do. Like, uh, I'm always working. Yeah. A well, lot of people don't like that. A lot of people can't live like that. But I tell I you. I could. It's the only way I know how. So I told my son. I told my son, I go, Noah, because he said, Dad, like, I don't know if I want to be an entrepreneur. Then he told me, I go, look, Noah, there's benefits and drawbacks to everything. Yeah. If you're happy with going to work nine to five, getting your pay, coming home, you know. You like structure and you know that, you know, it is what it is and there's no surprises. No surprises. I could take my vacation when I need to. I have, all I need is, you know, my weekends, my family. Then why would you risk all that, take a chance and ruin everything to do the shit that I do? Don't. Like I did it when I was working at the hospital. I was working seven to 3.30. I mean, you come home. Slap on the barbecue, uh, eat, watch TV. Like there was, once I finished my shift, I didn't think of anything. As an entrepreneur, you're always on, always. Like people don't realize, like I woke up at at like one in the morning till three and I was thinking shit about my business because I'm creating a new course. From one to 3 a.m. I was like, okay, how am I going to put this together? Okay, I'm going to do, like who does that? But me, yeah, there's an obsession there. And it takes that to make it. But um, like I was telling my son, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with you having that secure, safe, you know, nine to five. You have a better quality of life with your Yeah, in most cases, it's actually that. better. Yeah. The, the only time is when what you want to do and what makes you really happy doesn't really exist and you have to create it. You know what I mean? Like for me, there's no there's no other way. I, I'm happiest when I'm podcasting, when I'm doing stand-up. Yeah. There's no stand-up office I can go to or podcast office I could go to. It's impossible. So in order to fulfill that, I had to start my own thing. I had to create something that didn't exist. It was the only way. But for most stuff, if you like it, fucking someone already built something. Yeah. Take advantage of that. But it's something else. Like I look at it now because I experienced both. There's something else about being, It's this is my business. It's my sweat, my success, yeah. my failure. Everything I do depends on me. I can't blame anybody for it. So whether I go high or low, it's- Some people aren't built for that It's though. all on me. It, yeah, a lot of people are not built for it. And that's yeah. why so many people quit. If I tell people, if I made you watch a video of the last 10 years of my life, you'd probably quit at year two being like, this shit's not worth it. Like, you know, I used to, I used to, I remember one of the first clients I got, and I, I talk about this, I had a $2,000 shitbox car with holes in it. I get to this house in Hampstead. Guy, the guy's walking out at 6 a.m., and he tells me, yeah, he goes, I heard you pull up, you know, with your car, because it was like the muffler was like, bum, 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 bum. Uh-huh. and then I realized, shit, I can't be getting these clients and driving with the shitbox. So you know what I used to do? I used to park my car two blocks away, and I used to walk to the client's house. 
And they used to tell me, where's your car? Why don't you park in the driveway? Oh, I was with a client's over there at this, you know, I left it over there because I didn't want them to see my car. Or you want to hear the best story? I walk into a client's house. I was training her for three months. She tells me, Nick, um, I don't want to train today, but can you clean my bathroom? No, don't say that. <laughs> That's insane, bro. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, she goes, I, I go, I, I, excuse me? She goes, I, like, I don't, I'm not in the mood to train, but can you, can you clean my washroom? Now, okay, I got, I got, to, I got to talk about this story, right? Oh, bro, I, I'm agitated. So, so it doesn't make any sense. So, not so here's the thing, right? Because you gotta. She was a great woman. She was going through a lot of stuff in her life, and and like she was a. I was training her for three months. I needed the money. I was just building my business, and I know she was overworked, doing a lot of stuff. At that particular day, she didn't want to train, and she asked me to clean her bathroom. And I remember thinking, like, what? She goes, "Yeah, can you just clean my bathroom?" Like, and I remember thinking, my my math was very simple. Okay, Nick, you used to work at the hospital. You were making sixteen dollars an hour. You're making seventy five now for forty five minutes. You need the business. Fuck, I gotta go buy milk and do the groceries. Like, oh. I roll. I, I did this. Okay, do you have the products? Clean the bath. I cleaned it. I was like, fuck it. Took the money and I went out. And I remember, like, there was a part of me that felt like, did I just, am I, did I sell myself short? Should I be embarrassed for what I did at the end? I said, you know what? And today- I would have asked for double. <laughs> I said, but you know what? And, and, and I try to say this because somebody wrote to me when I shared the story. Oh, you degraded yourself. I go, you know what's degrading? Sitting at home broke, having no money, making excuses, I mean, I got paid. I got paid well to do something that I did for less than 20 bucks an hour. And I mean, and it's funny because half the time she would ask me after that to help her do stuff in the house. I was like, fuck it, you know? I wouldn't do it today. Yeah. But I give that example for what- It's what I had to go through what to I get here. To, like I needed it so bad when I was- And the ironic part is I got a client from her that I trained for almost 10 years and trained with me three times a week. So you never know the network of, yeah, and yeah. she was a great, she did it respectfully, by the way. It wasn't like, you know, like Clean I Clean my bathroom, bitch. Yeah, it wasn't like that. No, I would have been, screw you, I don't give a shit. But I mean, it was in a, it was done in a respectful way where she was just kind of, didn't want to train and I was there and I was like, but I mean, that's a little bit of, to me, what it takes to make it. And I give yeah, that as an example. I see me, what you're saying. It's like, I, like, I mean, I hired a guy one time and I said, okay, uh, this guy posted, I'm looking for work. Uh, I'll do anything on Facebook. So I said, come see me. I said, okay. I, I said, do you need, you need a job? I need somebody to clean my gym three times a week. I'm going to pay you this much. He's, he comes, comes to me, goes, um, I don't clean toilets. I said, you don't clean toilets. I go, I go, who do you think cleans my toilets? I go, I do. I go, you think you're better than my toilets? You think? You're better than me. I, I, go, I go, you just told me you're broke and you can't pay your car and your phone and you need money. I tell you I have a job for you, but you're telling me you're not going to clean my toilets. So this is a little bit that entitled. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't clean toilets. I don't do this. I don't work overtime. I don't do more. Like this type of mentality is the type of mentality that will never get you anywhere. I yeah, because really you're, you're acting like you're entitled to the reward as if you've already made it to that place, but you're not putting in the work because we all have to do shitty things to get to yeah. where we're at. Yeah, Everybody. Like, I'm sure, like, you went through stuff 
building this. You're probably here oh, till bro. two in the morning, putting on screws, doing shit. Forget that. This is nuts. Nothing. It's everything leading up to that. That was just crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. and and I think like I mean for us, and and I think that goes whether you're a podcaster, whether whatever business entrepreneur. I've spoken to so many entrepreneurs because love hearing their stories, and all of them have a. A crazy story from sleeping in their car to traveling to doing things that were like ridiculous ridiculously hard or things at some point they were like okay this is just crazy but i mean those are the moments that test your your will yeah your resolve your, yeah like how tough how much grit do you have and i, I was i was watching a thing on um, a ted talk and she talked about grit which is passion perseverance and your ability to stay the course when a challenges show up and they did a study with all the kids in, in like uh, in university military and the kids who made it the most successful were not necessarily the smartest the most highest rq all that it was the kids the people who had the most grit that means whatever happens you stay the damn course yeah. and you don't get off it you have to fight through it fight through it no matter what happens Oh, dude, that's the whole game, especially in entertainment, uh, podcasting, or you don't, you never make it. Make it. it's just you have to stay the course, and you built incrementally. Incrementally, I like that yeah. word. It's true. But that's what it is. Nothing happens. Everyone thinks so. They see the final product, and they're like, "That's yeah. so easy." Yeah, it's true. Like, like I'm, sure, I'm sure you get it. You're like, I oh, get it all the time. I could do this podcast, really. Yeah. Let me take you from scratch. Start it. Let me see you do it from scratch. I've brought people in here that what scratch? I've given them everything. I'm like, here you go, do a podcast, and they fucking they can't. fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. It's not, it's, it's not easy. And it takes balls to do what you do. Like, like I'm out there in, in, in just one specific field. You're out there with all this cancer culture, all this, you know, social media, people like, uh, you know, coming after you for everything. So I could imagine the stress you have, especially now with everything you say at any point, people could just shit on you. Yeah, of course. Then they do. Yeah. How do, you, how do you deal with it? I don't care, bro. I'm Park X. You don't give a I shit, though. Yeah. You're like, fuck it, Park X. Have you said that? I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, I don't know these people. It's uh, yeah. it's it's the meme of uh, the Thanos meme where it shows uh, the Scarlet Witch from the movie and she's like, I, I unfollowed you. And Thanos is like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> like that. But that's what it really is. Like, it's not going to stop. Because I've already said it. The only people that need to be worried about being, like, canceled or whatever, like, actual canceling is if you're, I don't know, you're a rapist, you're a murderer, you're a racist. Like, actual shit that's cancelable jokes or my opinion or because th- i'm none none of those things like i don't want to yeah. hurt people i'm not yeah. so i don't worry because the rest is just i don't like his opinion on this i don't like this and you're stupid for it eh, it's not a real thing yeah it's just someone's opinion it's not a real that's why i'm not worried because i don't do anything yeah. bad i don't hurt people like i don't do anything to be nervous about so all your my you don't like my opinion it can't hurt my i don't yeah, care you don't care that's yeah. your opinion that's fine you yeah. you have to have it because in order for me to have mine you have to be entitled to yours it's that's the way but it's crazy now. This so, I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> social media like unless uh, you're physical <clears throat> if you want to come and burn shit down fight me then yeah. i'll be like what the fuck yeah but in general you could say i don't give a fuck you don't give a shit it doesn't change anything it doesn't change anything people have said dude uh two years ago when we first opened this place up we were like uh we're getting comments hateful people were like uh, it's gonna fail you in a few months you're done you're gonna be who, bankrupt who was, uh, online like on uh we had the people on our on our youtube and shit yeah no way yeah, yeah i remember yeah there was one guy that we actually found out we by coincidence, a guy that we knew, like a third party, knew who that person was. I remember. Yeah, you remember. No, and, and wait, this is somebody you knew. 
I didn't know him personally, but yeah. we knew we had a common person because I, I remember the comment, and I was like, "Is he okay?" And then he goes, "Actually, no. This guy's a mental." Pa-. And think, he told me his story. I you remember it's the same guy that did death threats to me. It was the same guy that did death yeah, threats yeah, yeah, to you. Yeah. yeah. And then we we heard from the third party. He's from like, here, Montreal. From here, Montreal. Yeah, or Laval now. I think still Montreal. He was in Villeray at one point, but we found out his actual story. This guy's a mental patient. And I was like, "You can't lose sleep over yeah. this. That's crazy. The guy's a." The guy's a dumbass. But but why did he hate you guys? Like what was? Because we were doing stuff that he wasn't. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. That's what it is. Yeah. We did nothing against the guy. Just shit that. But you can't if you let all that consume you, yeah, it'll never end. Because the 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 um, the internet is unending. Yeah. If for every Tom Dick and Harry says I don't like what you're doing, stop doing it. You're like, all right, I'll stop. Yeah. Then you're never gonna do anything. I get that on YouTube. Stop teaching. You're gonna get people killed. Okay, man, I'll stop. You're gonna get people killed. Um, uh, just for you, I'm gonna stop teaching. Yeah, absolutely. Like, who the f- like? I agree. Like, and yeah. and sometimes when I hear comments like, "Oh, this 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 sh- this is shit that doesn't work," okay. I always I always break it down to very simple. What part? What part out of, of my seven minute video doesn't, doesn't work? work? All of it, and then you know, like it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. What the elbow, the awareness part, it can't be. But trying, all, uh, trying not to escalate doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. Like what part? Yeah, so because that's you, always your step one is always try not to escalate. Your your steps are always de-escalate. If you can't, then this is what you gotta do. Yeah, so like yeah. I mean, I break down self defense. Like okay, guy, I talk about awareness, then def- how to diffuse, how to de-escalate. So when they tell me it all doesn't work, I'm like, the awareness part doesn't work. Like what part? We're just angry. People are just, uh, but you can't take it. I I know a lot of guys that they take it to heart. We have yeah. friends like that, comedians that just take yeah. everything. They get one comment and it fucks their whole week up. Yeah. Oh, this and that. I, I've ne- I'm not built that way. Like, I don't you give just, a you, fuck. Yeah. I don't give a because most of these people, they'll it's stuff that they say on the internet that they'll never be able to say in your face. Yeah. Like I've met people that said something on the internet and then they say something completely different in my face. Yeah. And I'm always like, hey. Fire. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's why it doesn't, you can't let it consume you. But as much as I say it, people don't listen to me. I tell them, yeah. don't let it consume you. And they let themselves get fucking consumed by it. it does, it's not real. Who gives a fuck? Bro, it's like, and I was saying, I got my first actor point, right? Yes. So when I was going to go back, I was saying, when I did acting between 25 and 27 or 24, five years, I did 100 auditions. I never got one. Yeah, it's fair. Do to it. the point I was like, screw this acting. That's when I decided to open my YouTube channel. I said, you know what? I'm going to do what I love. I'm going to teach self-defense. I'm going to do it in front of the camera. I'm going to perform. It's the same thing. I, that's why I started my YouTube channel. Then I, And I had a plan. I'm going to build my business. I'm going to build online. I'm going to build re, uh, passive income. And then I'm going to come back to my acting. I knew I was going to come back. And that's what when. you're doing now. Yeah. And then I, I did. Then I decided I was going to come back into my acting. Got an agent. I did six auditions on my seventh I got my my first actual role. But what was funny about that is that few people, more acquaintances, yeah, bro, you're going to be an actor, bro. Ha, ha. Aren't you a little bit too old? Like my like oh, obviously. And there's, right. But there's also people that will hold you back. If you listen to people, yeah, yeah. people are, sometimes they say it as a joke, but sometimes there's jealousy, there's envy. There's how, how come he has the boss to do it and not me? Yeah. So you can't listen to people. So I, 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 I try to give this advice, but not everyone listens. That's why I tell them don't. If you're good at something and you know, the only advice you take is from someone whose advice matters. Good so I, I'm never going to take these people's advice on podcasting, stand-up. They don't do what I do. They're not in it. They're, they're people, you know, we'll call them haters or whatever. Don't yeah. take that. Take it from someone who knows. Like I'll ask if I have like stand-up, tour, all that. I'll go to Mike. Mike's been yeah. doing this for longer than I have. Yeah. Mike's done small tours, big tours, podcasts, small podcasts, big podcasts, <laughs> record-breaking Bell Center podcast. So I'll ask someone who's in the know, and if he tells me that's stupid, that's a bad idea, yeah. don't do this, no that, I'll listen to him because yeah. it's constructive, you know? 
Um, and he's done it. And he's done it. He already yeah, knows. Yeah. Like Poseidon. Poseidon will have questions to me sometimes about stand-up or about podcasting. He'll ask me. Yeah. And I'll talk, oh, bro, here's the fucking truth. And then I'll listen and he'll tell me, well, the, this other person gave me different advice. And the other person is not in this field at all. Yeah. I'll be like, but that's why they give you different advice. Yeah. Because they see it from the outside, not from the inside. Yeah. That's why you always go to the people that know, that have done it before you, ask them. Never ask the people that don't know what the fuck you're doing. Good point. How the fuck are they going to give you advice? Yeah. That's like me giving you advice on surgery. You have to do a surgery and yeah. I'm going to give you advice. The fuck do I know about surgeries? Good point. I don't know anything about fucking surgeries. Don't ask me. Ask another doctor. But you know what? You're right. It's, it's so true. And and I was, I mean, I you know, there's one thing about having my son and he's sitting there and he listens to me sometimes and I try to mentor him things that my parents never told me. Yeah. My dad never told me this shit. And I told him, I, I've said, I said this to my son. I go, I'm telling you things because I don't want you to grow old one day and say, my dad never told me. I want to know that even if you don't get it today, at least I told you about it. And I, one of the things I said, you can't live your life caring about what people think, except the people that 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 matter, except yeah. the people that have done it, except the people who you look up to and are talking from the same, uh, like that 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 share the same values of you. So the same values and are in the same boat. Yeah. Or and by that I don't mean you have to just listen to your friends. Sometimes you have yeah. to ignore your friends. Yeah, it's tr so true. Because it depends. It's all context is what matters. Like yeah, the stand up, right? Point. And like I said, if you're talking about let's say self defense right now. Yeah, it's fun. Me and you could talk about entrepreneurship yeah. and the heart because we we both build stuff. Yeah. But we can't have a conversation together about self-defense and I could tell you that because I don't have that experience in self-defense. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is what you show me. I don't know how to create that course. I don't know how to properly in a situation where someone comes at me with, I don't know, a fucking machete, what yeah. to do. You do. So I can't give you tips on that. If I, But a lot of people accept that. They accept the outside and then it, they let them bring it down and they don't do it. Yeah. or they do it the wrong way they listen or there's some people that are just not good at shit there's shit that yeah. I haven't been good at my whole life and the people are like you should do this or whatever and it turns out I was terrible at that I should have yeah. never even tried it yeah. it's not for me but you have to know you have to take advice from the right people and learn how to ignore certain people yeah. but a lot of friends man that I know just take advice or criticism from everyone so they let anyone bring them down yeah. and they let anyone push them in the wrong direction yeah. you can't be that way man you yeah. have to be sturdy you have, to be, um, yeah. you have to be an adult. You have to take the good and the bad, formulate a, a conscious thought, and go the right way. Yeah. You can't just let people push you places or pull, hold you back from places. And I, I think the, a, a good thing I could share is when I, when I was working at the hospital and I was thinking about starting my personal training business, when I spoke to the people at the hospital, they're like, well, why would you quit the hospital? You have benefits yeah, and yeah. you have security and this and that. I heard the same thing. That was their highest value. That was yeah. important. But that's important to them. When I spoke to my friend who's an entrepreneur, Stefano, I go, Stefano, I'm thinking of opening a business. He goes, yeah, get the fuck out of there. Go open your business, of course. They're each talking from what's most important yeah, to them. Yeah, you have free. So me, for example, I know my biggest thing was like, you know, if you're, you're going to go a couple of years, you're not going to get a, a paycheck because it's your own yeah. business or whatever. So you're, you're, you're not putting your pension. You're not gonna, but my goal was like, yeah, you care about your pension, which is yeah. nothing, by the way. Yeah. And by which, the time, yeah, we're, yeah. By the time <laughs> right. we're of age, this country's not going to have the money. I don't, I'm, my goal is not to get an allowance from the government. Yeah, That's I not agree, my goal. I agree. My goal is to try my best if I could escape the matrix. And when I'm that age, I don't need the government I, 100%. or I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, but I don't need the government. That, that's my goal. My goal is to die or not need yeah, the government by yeah. that age. That's 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 the so I don't have that problem. I'm like I don't fuck yeah. it. I don't give a shit. But I remember the hospital tell me, well, you have you have a uh, benefits. So then I calculated my benefits and I said, okay, I'm staying for the benefits. Then I 
I looked into buying private private insurance, and yeah. I'm like, it comes out to the same thing. Yet yeah. I'm paying for it, and I'm waiting to do a shitty job that I hate for 30 years so I can get a pension. Then I could live, and I would see them at the hospital. They retire at 65, 70, and the guy a year later has a stroke. So it yeah. made no sense to me. And I said, you know what? And it's interesting because the first two three years, Pantelis, I made no money. Yeah, I made. Oh, you're telling no me no yeah. money. I was like. I was living and, and everything I was making was going back in my business. It's only after, f you know, year five, I was like, okay, I'm now I'm starting to make money. So imagine how much freaking work goes behind that. A lot of people don't have that resilience and to suffer, to not have money, not be able to buy your kids stuff, not be able to yeah. go to Greece. Not A lot of people won't go through that sacrifice. They're going to shortcut their way. They're going to take the quick result now and not the long term and be able to like, you know, suffer a little bit, you know? You can't avoid the suffering. Dude, Poseidon's like uh, adjacent to me, right? Poseidon didn't start this with me. Poseidon came in after and he fucking suffered. He yeah. went through periods of time where he's like, you know what? I want my career to be um, in this universe. I want it to be in podcasting. I want it to be at stand-up because him, uh, during Mike's tour, we brought him on as, um, he was basically behind the scenes, he was the guy that was supposed to manage everything behind the scenes, like the sound, the uh, lights, make sure it all works, deal with the, the actual uh, theaters. So that was new to him. He never had experienced that, but that's what he learned he wanted to do. But he had to suffer because before he got that, when he had to quit everything else, yeah. he wasn't making any money. He was making very little money. So he went through. He's like, oh, I got to fucking, I have a choice. I can either quit all this stuff, go get a nine to five, yeah. and I'll have the money that I want, but I give up this dream. And he picked, he said, fuck it. I'm going to try, uh, I'm going to last a little bit longer than this, you know? And then he got to do the tour. He got, you but a lot of people in his shoes what would have quit. given up I way, agree. way before because he would have been like, no, no, I want to fucking get a regular paycheck again. Yeah. But Because it's the ups and downs. You remember and, that? And there's still a lot of road. There's the still is, dude, That's what I keep telling people yeah. is I still suffer. People think, yeah. you made it. I've I, never made it. Yeah. Him too, he still stuff. You, like, never, you never truly make you it. You never truly make it. You, you only make it as far as how far you're willing to suffer on the opposite end. Yeah, yeah and how happy point. you are. Good point. Yeah. 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 So I, I try to tell people, don't look. That's why I tell kids, be careful with social media because a lot of cause adults do it too. They look at social media and they see people that are on the beach or happy. And they think, this is a perfect life. I want to live that. No one's having a perfect life. Yeah. Like everyone has different struggles. It's normal for you to have struggles. You should have struggles. It's just yeah. the way life is. That's yeah. It's it's part of the human condition. You're yeah. going to go through shit. Uh, you have to learn how to persevere through it. Yeah. Find what's important to you and work towards making that your life you know yeah. things that are important to you whether it's your family your career whatever the fuck it is and do that don't let people like distract you because of their posts yeah be like oh they have it made i'm never gonna do it you could do whatever the fuck you want yeah, I no that. one's gonna and whoever tells you you can't uh well unless it's something you, i don't know unless it's a one-legged person who's like i'm gonna be in the nhl yeah. you can't <laughs> yeah. like that's you have to live with it because yeah. a lot of people that take what i say and they're like yeah. you said i could fucking do it so i'm gonna do this you have no arms but you can't be a fireman just stop yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah there's that, you're right there's certain you, conditions that you're you right. can do if you have the aptitude for it and you're good at it you can yeah. do anything yeah. but you know i'm never gonna be uh miss america there's a lot of reasons well, I why. I don't know. Today's there's a lot of, you never know. Today. Even by today's standards, they <laughs> today's won't standard, let me. A little um, bit of uh, plastic surgery. No, no, but there's a lot of reasons why. But I'm just saying there's stuff that you just can't. It's not for you. It's not, you know, I know there's things that I'm never going to be able to do. Uh, and it's fine. You have to go with your strengths and aptitudes. Don't take it globally and then fail repeatedly at shit yeah. that you shouldn't even be trying. Yeah. And then you're like, you see, they told me I should keep trying. And now I'm just failing. I did the right. Like, also be smart with it. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Agree, what I'm I trying agree. to say is, let's say you're a very good cook. You're a very good cook and uh, you want to be a chef. Like it's too hard. I gotta do all these out. No one's gonna. No, no, no. If you're good, you yeah. fucking go. Because you go. you're gonna, you're gonna be somewhere where they're gonna appreciate you and you're gonna grow. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Is yeah. you have to actually have the skill set for it. 
because uh, I know a lot of people are going to misunderstand what the fuck I'm saying yeah. and they're going to go waste their time. And, and the reward is huge. Like I wake up every day and I say this honestly, I love what I do. I love what I do. I always wanted to sing. Oh yeah. It's never going to happen. Terrible voice. Why? It's terrible. I don't have the singing. My mom was a, oh, she had a singing voice. I don't so, have it. So, uh, wait, wait, if you took singing classes? No, 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 I don't trust me. I don't have it. I don't have the rhythm. Sing, right? And my Greek song. Yeah, I've heard you say, I don't have the rhythm. I don't have any, and the stuff I like to sing is like very like loud. I, I don't have it. I know I don't have it. Okay. So I, I understand that. I've come to terms with it's never going to happen for me because I don't have that skill. So even if I work at it, I'm always missing something. It's just not for me. Okay. Whereas stand up, it's, yeah. I can never teach what I have in stand up. I can't teach it to someone. So I know what my strengths are. Yeah. yeah you get it's, 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 You have to be self aware. Yeah. You, you have, have to, to be know your, before you do anything, I tell you, you need to know your algorithm. Yeah. Know who you are first. That's what I say. Know your algorithm. Be honest with yourself with what you can and cannot do or what at at this moment, what your abilities are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. You need to know that. Double before. down on your strengths. Yeah. You know? Double whatever you're good at, double down on that. Put bet on yourself. Yeah. Put all the money on you. And be like, okay, this is my strength. I'm gonna double down on that. Don't double like double down on a dream if it coincides with your strength. But some yeah. people they double down on a dream that they're not capable of. Yeah. They don't have any aptitude for it, and they lose everything. Yeah. And then they say you shouldn't follow your dreams. It's like yeah, but you have to have a logical dream too. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. You have to have a logical dream, and again, be realistic. A with lot it. of restaurateurs. Did you know that? A lot what? of people who open up restaurants yeah. are uh, like ex-lawyers, people who like to eat at restaurants <laughs> but don't know. And then after a while, they lose everything. And they don't want to give up. They don't want to admit that it failed. So they lose everything. Like, I, I worked as a kid. I worked as a busboy. I worked in, too, I uh, as a sweeter and stuff like that. And I would see the difference between restaurant owners who, who've worked in the field and others who didn't. The ones who worked in the field knew what they were doing. When I went to them with any type of problem, they, they were able to do it. The rest were like, had no clue how to deal with it. They Their dream was to open a restaurant. That's it but actually never worked in a restaurant. And I, I tell people, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, learn all the aspects of your business inside out. You might not be able to do them at 100% all, but you should know even how the dishwasher runs. Uh, a thousand percent. Because <laughs> you still need those plates. And if you don't know how to do that, so I mean- I've that, been a dishwasher. Uh, you've been a dishwasher? Yeah. I did it. I, I mean, I would do it. I've done it a couple of times. I used to work at Glow. Remember Glow back in the day? Where was that? It was on Saint Laurent. It was like- um, uh, you know, um, Nicholas Cage would go there. Oh, Sylvester shit. Stallone, all those guys. Uh, I have. I met just Sil to make sure your dishes are clean. I met Sylvester mm -hmm. Stallone actually. I have I actually have? Uh, I was working in Tiranio at the time. It must. I was twenty two, so he walks in, and I hear Sylvester Stallone is coming, and I'm like, "Fuck, I want to meet him." And I see him, and then as was he, he big, no, bro, he was like this. I'm like, that's not <laughs> fucking Sylvester Stallone. And he's like, uh, where's the bathroom? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I like it's over here, sir. So He's uh, just another Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like this small guy. I'm like, that's, and then he gave me his autograph, which I still have. It was so funny. I'm, I'm going to sound really douchey with what I, <laughs> it was my dream to be an actor so much. So I gave him the card and, 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 I, and I go, can I have your autograph? He goes, sure. I go, can you write, see you in five years? He's like, Okay, you know, so I'll see you in five years because I was I trying just, to psych yourself up. Yeah, to like in ah. five years I'm gonna make it to see him. So and I still have it. And I met um, Pierce Brosnan. James I have, Bond. Uh, I have his autograph too, and uh, so I met a lot of the celebrities like uh, working like on the street. So it was uh, when you're working what in restaurants at the time? Restaurants, and then I was doing the door at Wax and the Coquino Lounge and uh, stuff like that. How'd you like that lifestyle? Oh, man. 
look, when you're young, you like it. You like the attention, the, you know, you're, you're, I was like in the it cool place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back then when, you know. So you felt like you were missing out. You were. Oh, I was, in, I was in. like in Globe, Mediterraneo, Buenanote. I was in the cool places, meeting the cool people. Everybody wanted to be there. Then I was the doorman at Wax Lounge. Then I went to Coquino. You know what I mean? I was promoting. I was working the door. I mean, looking back at it today, I mean, believe it or not, I, there's still a lot of skill sets I learned. You, I learned how to communicate yeah. with people, how to talk to them. I was promoting. I was, I was, I was, I was making more money than both my parents together at 20 years old. I believe that. Yeah. I was back in the a, day, nightlife in Montreal, dude. A thousand dollars a week cash, Thursday, ah. Friday, Saturday. I'm 20 years old. I blew it all. Obviously, going out. Partying. That I was mean, the Poseidon story. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I, w- I was going crazy, but there was a lot of, a lot of things that came. That, that I learned a lot of skills, you know, from again promoting and and being in that. But when I look back at it, there's also a lot of. It came with a lot of shitty experiences, shitty nightlife, and people and. And like, I never did drugs, but I was surrounded by that and gangsters and mobsters back in those days. You know what I mean? So I was, I lived all that. I hate that part of nightlife. I always didn't like it. The drunkenness that like, I, I'm lucky now because now I work in nightlife, obviously, because of stand-up. Yeah. But the good thing is because it's stand-up, you don't really see much of that. Yeah. Like everyone comes, like you get some drunk hecklers, whatever yeah. it'll happen. But in general, people are fine. They're out to have a good time. Yeah. It's not the same as kids partying. You get it? Yeah. So I don't see, it's mostly fun. Yeah. I don't really, So, I, I, so I'm it, in the nightlife, but I don't have to deal with that bullshit. I, I was in the Vito Rizzuto days and the Joe DiMalo days and all these guys, right? Must so, have been fun. I, yeah, funny story if you want to, if, I, it's a funny story. The way I started working at Coquino, the nightclub, was Joe DiMalo. You remember, you don't know Joe, Joe DiMalo? Mobster. Was, yeah, like a main mobster. And I was working at Globe Restaurant and I was serving him the plates and he was, I don't know, maybe 15. He's with his young girlfriend. He was 15? He was 50. Okay, 50, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? He was like 50 maybe. I can't yeah. remember. Like, I mean, and and he had a younger girl girl or whatever that was with him. And he, I'm serving him the plates. He goes, I like you. You're a good kid. You're a good kid. What's your name? I said, uh, I said my name is Nick. He goes, I like you. You're a good boy. You're a good boy. You know what? Because you're going to come work at the club for me. I'm like, oh, thank you for the offer. But, you know, I'm, you know, I'm working here, you know. And then... One of the owners came up to me. He's like, "Yeah, um, go home, get dressed. You're gonna go work for uh, for Joe tonight at the club." I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, the same day." Yeah, like at the night. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, leave everything, go home, get dressed." I go, "Like, what do you mean?" He goes, "Joe said you work at the club. You work at the get club. Get dressed, go to the club. What he says goes." I'm like 19 at this time, maybe. I'm like, did he tell you what he wanted you to do at that club? Was no, it a different he's job? Like, he's like, no, just get there. And I'm like, okay. I remember. I'm like, you know, what else? Am, what else am I gonna do? Drive yeah. home, get changed, get dressed nice, come back, go to the door, go inside. I see the guys. Like, okay, you're a doorman at the club. Make sure everybody pays. Okay, that's how I got into the clubs. Oh fuck! And then I started doing uh, security, and then I started promoting over there at the club. I was making a shit load of money as a kid. How were you uh, promoting? What were you doing to promote at the club at the time? Which it's funny because Sam was promoting Saturday night, and I was promoting Friday night. Sammy, 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 yeah. Sammy. That's how we used to. That's how we used. It's funny. We oh, never. Shit. Yeah, we never. Sammy we, was a good one of the best club promoters. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was awesome. known for it. Yeah, like you didn't I, know that. 
not I knew he I, I knew he promoted his own shows. Oh, but that's why he was so good so at good promoting at his own shows. But, Dude, but he had experience promoting the biggest uh, clubs oh. here. But this is where I say the skill sets that we got. Yeah. Like as much as people say, oh, you're just a doorman or you're just a promoter. One, I was making cr- when I was Bro, promoting because of that. Sammy's his money. own media corporation because yeah. of that experience. Oh, God so yeah, damn. it helps. Yeah, because at that age, like we were already, I was already promoting the nightclub, and I was I was Friday night. I remember it was me and my friend John, and the, the Friday nights was dead. I'll tell you a crazy story. You're gonna laugh your head. This is a true story. What were you doing though? Uh, promoting? Were you doing streeters? Like you were on there just uh, howling on the street? Yeah, streets? but like, I mean, this was the old way. No social media. The flyers. You're out promoting. And you're talking to people. And you're talking to people. You got to go out there, meet people, promote. So we said we're gonna build this Friday night. So we were going out giving flyers. The first. Like two months, we were just hyping it up. Then that when we opened the Friday night, it was free. It was packed. The club and the deal was with Joe. I mean, I, he's passed and got shot. God he's rest dead. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, um, he he was uh, he he told us, "You guys keep the door, everything that the door makes, and we take the alcohol." That's that was such the a deal. good deal. At the time, but the, the Friday night was dead. So I'm like, okay, screw it. Let me, you know. So I told John, let's make some money. We started promoting the night. It was free for the first month and a half. That's a hit that you take? Yeah, it's a hit you yeah. take. We're door to door. I'm doing this full time. No social media. It's going in. I remember we'd go to Rocklands. He would go to this place. I would go there, come in, talk to everybody. Then we're charging $8 a head. Now you have, you know, what, maybe... At eight bucks a head, you'd have like 200, 300 people pay. That's a lot of money yeah, for yeah, yeah. some young kids walking out with cash, 1,005, 2,000. Like we're making serious money. One night. In one night. And um, funny story, at one point, we start making more money. You have 400 people, 500 people paying. So I'm walking out with thousands of dollars. And I'm here, I am this kid with so much money, again, making. More money than both my parents. Most people's parents, yeah. yeah. Like, And I mean, it came with the lifestyle of going out and doing all that. And then one day, true story, you're going to crack up. Joe DeMalo calls us in his office. He goes up to me, uh, I want to have a meeting with you kids, you know? We're kids, we're 20 years old. Yeah. We sit down. I remember he's at the office, another guy there. It's me and John. It's like, you guys are good kids. You're good kids. Yeah, it's a lot of money for you kids. It's a lot of money. He goes, um, we're going to cap you. I'm like, cap us? Like, well, what does that mean? He goes, well, it's a lot of money for you kids, so we're only going to give you $300 a night, Aww. and the rest we're keeping. Aww. Because it's a lot of money for you kids, so, you know. And I remember, like, being like. I quit. I'm like pissed off. I walk out, me and John, I'm like, I remember I was like, John, this is bullshit. What is this, bro? We're gonna cause yeah, bro, you want? Go tell him. Go tell him you want to see the contract. Go tell that you want to see the papers. No, no papers. Just be like, <laughs> can we make a better deal? How about you cap us at a thousand? <laughs> so it was like, it was kind of we just said, you know what? He goes, bro, there's nothing we could do. Just take what you have. Let's make as much as we can and enjoy. And that's what we did. But it was it was funny. Like I could talk about it now because it's almost 25 years ago so i mean it was um i mean it was a lifestyle that i mean it's interesting like i look at back now and, and when you're gonna have kids or stuff that you've seen or done you're like i i hope i gotta my, warn them yeah. i hope my son i'd rather he doesn't ever live that type of life again yeah. working in securities 
I've been shot at. I've seen people get stabbed. I've seen fights. And I look back. It helped me as a self-defense instructor. But you don't want someone to go through that. You don't want your kid to oh, go through I don't. I mean, for me, it was like, well, you know, it was it was, it was, was a lot of money for me. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, I, I was, you know, I left the house when I was young. I was off, you know, unlike the kids today, I was off my, pay, my parents' payroll. Yeah, yeah, at I 13, know. I was working two jobs. At 16, I was already working. At 18, I was like figuring out my own thing it wasn't like uh you know it was different back then you know plus my parents both you know my dad's cleaning buildings my mom's in the factory so from a young age i had to learn how to like you know make money and go out and work you know and i never did anything criminal it was always legal i just worked hard and did whatever i had to do you know what i mean so yeah i promoted i worked in clubs i managed the restaurant i was a busboy i i, I was a sweeter uh, you know so but it was all experiences that taught me so much. You know, worked at McDonald's for a year and a half, two years, flipping burgers. You learn a lot when you work in that job, man. It's military. If you're late a minute, you're late. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, it's all stuff that I... You heard that, Poseidon? You heard that, Poseidon? Military? No, no, just because uh, he had a thing, because people were telling him, like, I was late. He's like, bro, I wasn't late. He goes, I was two minutes. It was two minutes late. That's not late in my book. And then I was trying to explain to him, I go, your book doesn't matter. In society's book, it's late. you're late because they have a time. And also any real, and I meant like, I was thinking McDonald's and all. I remember when I was at Harvey's. If you're not 15 minutes early, they consider you late. late yeah. you, okay, I'm, I'm telling I'm not making this up. No, so no. If you're yeah, not yeah, yeah. 15 minutes, I, I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, what? It was a Jean Coutu, I think. They said, if you're not 15 or 10 minutes yeah. early, you're late. Yeah. And I was like, like, do I get in trouble? They're like, no, no, you don't get in trouble. But we're just telling you lifestyle-wise. Lifestyle, yeah. If you're not early, you're late. Yeah. And, and shit like that, if you do it, you're right about the McDonald's thing. Because yeah. I know, like, my buddy Milton, he was in McDonald's for years. He was, like, employed. He learned a lot that he applies today. Like, yeah. you learn a lot in those jobs that a suck. Lot. You're just not supposed to do them for your whole life. Unless yeah. you're moving up and you become the owner or the manager or some yeah. shit. You're not supposed to always be the clerk at McDonald's. Yeah. That's, it's, you're supposed to learn and move on. And sadly, Poseidon, you know, it's not the case because we still see a lot of people that 40, uh, 40 years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But to me, job. to me, it means, a, to me, I look at a lot and I tell people, if we have a meeting at 1030 and you're late, that's time you're losing because at 11, I have something to do. So exactly. Yeah. Time. I can't stay. I'm, I'm not. I can't make up for your lateness. No. Yeah. Like even here, you see I'm half an hour early. Yeah. Why? Because this has been conditioned in me. So I remember when I was working at McDonald's, we would punch in, let's say I had a shift 11 to five at 1050. The supervisor would come. She would sit by the punch clock and see who's in line. And at, at, at like 10.55, I was there. 11, you have to punch in. 11.02, she'd be late. warning, warning, warning in my office. You're late. 11.01, you're Jesus late. Yeah, 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 that's no, but a, yeah. that's how it that's is. How it is. If you're not willing, to, I tell people, if you're not willing to do that, stay home. Yeah. Because eventually... But you learn, Poseidon, it's, it's, it sounds like... You, you, the way we're describing it, it sounds like, fuck, you guys were mistreated. No. But I'm telling you, at the time, the first time, it's shocking. But you learn so much, and it depends who you are as a person. Some people, they learn... Like me, I learn, like, okay, number one, I can't be this my whole life. I can't have somebody over my head being like, you're a minute, right. you're... I can't. So I got to create my own thing, yeah. you know? But at the same time, it taught me that the reason why all their stuff works is because they take every detail like the minute yeah, serious. Yeah. If they didn't, because once you start slacking, you're like, yeah. oh, what's a minute? What's two minutes? It slowly starts becoming to what's five, what's 10? What's $5? What's $10? It, 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 it seeps into everything. Yeah, good point. You have to have a consistency and standards. Yeah. You have to have it. So, so true. you might, it depends on your work. You could apply it differently, but you learn a lot from those jobs. If, you, if, if you're willing yeah. to learn, take in, I, I learned like, okay, they take it so serious, but- they're also a billion dollar corporation. Yeah. 
like so take what they take serious yeah. you know try to pull the best that you can and apply it to your life and they, it helps they have to like let's say they say 11 uh, you start at 11 but 1101 is not late well is 1105 late yeah 11 11 is besides to think about dieting you apply it to dieting yeah. like oh bro it's just a pizza oh bro you get yeah, it same yeah. thing. what's yeah. the big deal and we saw this with the five thousand dollar challenges here yeah. How it, it adds. I didn't it, it know this side. And you, they gave you, they were going to give you five grand. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't no, tell no, me no, about no. this, bro. He's going to, you know, because he's thinking, because now. I should have spoken to him about it, actually. You it, never told me, man. I should have told him. Five grand. I would have lost, I would have tied you up in my house. I thought you give me half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have oh, bought a ch- treadmill yeah. with like, with like handcuffs and no, just no, make no, a When run. he's committed, he would have eaten it. No worry. He would have, he was committed to not lose that weight. He rebelled against himself. He's a big rebel. But it's yeah. true what you're saying. Rebel thought of causes. Yeah, it? yeah, no cause. <laughs> that is applied to everything. It if applies to everything. to everything. But him, the, the only way I get him to understand is by giving him examples of himself. Then he gets it right away. I'd be a good school teacher. I would tap into that. Yeah. Like him, he a lot of stuff is like, this is so stupid. And then the second you tell him, well, what about this in your life? He's like, oh, I could apply it now. Yeah, you have to. And that was my problem in school too. It, it was, I couldn't apply stuff until the second I'd get a good example. Then I would understand. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, fuck. So I do the same thing to him. So like the one minute thing, he, he's like, fuck, what's a minute? But if I apply it to the $5,000, the, the, what's, yeah. what's a pizza? What's this? He's like, oh, fuck, that's exactly how I fucked up the diet. See, yeah. I'm, I'm military with my son. Every slice was a dollar. Every more. slice was a yeah. dollar a minute or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I, I'm mili- that's what I'm saying. Those jobs where they suck and yeah. you don't want to do them for your whole life. But if you, if you get them as a part-time job at the right time, it's like joining a, 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 a hockey team at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. You learn so much, bro. I never, I never did those jobs. He never did those jobs. Or I, you know what? I always worked in sales. I challenge you should go is, work at McDonald's. Beside hold on. But no, no, no. no. <laughs> I kill I worked, She's too late. Yeah, I, I worked in sales my whole life. And uh, the managers that I had they were early all, on. They all teams, was, yo, rob people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, especially my first manager at Telus. She was telling me, look, if you hit your quotas, store's clean. And uh, and uh, all the shipments are accounted for, received, and all the shipments that need to go out are done. That's your duties. Yeah. You could do whatever the fuck you want. So he got in a results-based uh, business before he ever went into a like a structured, structured one. Yeah. So he had the results part of, oh, shit, if I hit one, two, three, I get the reward. Yeah. But he never got the structure part. Yeah. It's like being a very fast athlete, a good, but you never got the technique of a certain sport. Yeah. I was so you could be the fastest guy. Work ethic, basically. Yeah, you could be the fastest guy on the basketball court, but you have no idea how to take a shot. Yeah. So you're like, but I'm the fucking fastest. And like, yeah, but it's yeah. useless because yeah, you're not in the team sport. You're gonna need to know how to shoot, how to defend, yeah. all that. So that's why all of it is important. That's why the details. It's all in the details. details. You need yeah. in, so, your, in your business if you're not detailed. Like I mean, if you look at my website. I spend hours on the branding and everything. I'm like so anal that I've been I've been told you're very anal. I, no, no, I no, want it to be it done a certain way. I want it to be done well because I'm the same way. Repre- Him, he's the same way too. When he needs something done, he oh, wants it a specific but way. Not to say that uh, if I didn't do it well, she would be like, "Yo, you're fucking slacking." Yeah, but even I, you now, you're like yeah. me. If you if he wants something a specific way, he wants a specific way. Yeah. He's not gonna you. Like there's certain stuff, the reason why you want them a specific way is you know the reason. Yeah. So when yeah. someone debates you, you're not even willing. You're like, look, just fucking do it the way. He's, we're all the same way. Yeah. Like he has that too. But yeah. we're, we're, I, I feel like you eventually develop that naturally. Yeah. You need to know. Espe- especially if you're thinking of your career and shit. You, 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 you develop that and it comes to you naturally. You're like, ah, yeah. fuck no, I can't. I need it done. I can't, I can't yeah. be the way I was. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to because at some point up. it's going to catch up to you and you're yeah. going to realize that yeah. nobody's going to want to work with you, that you're going to lose your job, lose opportunity, and you're going to lose trust with people. Once you lose trust with people, it's over. Oh, dude, that's... It's over. 
to me, when somebody screws, like when somebody shows up late or doesn't commit to what they say, it's done. I don't want to work with you. I'm next. You're already done. I'm not wasting my uh, time. Us, we've had conversations about shit like that. Also, we've gotten fucked over by people that we didn't think we'd get fucked over by. Yeah. And it's like, God damn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. it, it's, it's so easy to lose someone's trust. So easy. And no matter what you do, they always have in the back of their mind. Like they can never fully, especially if it's a big, like, um, not, not a fuck up, but a big, like, uh, screw over. Yeah. Bro, it's hard for you to forgive that type of shit. There's certain, look, I tell people this, if you fuck with my business, I go, it's simple. If you fuck with my business, you're, you're fucking with me feeding my son. Yeah. So I'm not yeah, going to like that. that is where I draw the line with anything. Cause that I need my business. Uh, Cause I tell people, and I've said this and someone didn't kind of. To them, it didn't make sense. I said, first comes my business. The first thing comes my business before my son. Like, well, well, what do you mean? Because my son eats off my me, business. My business. So I take my business very seriously because my business has to run. So everything else runs well because I have a mortgage. You know, I have everything. So it depends. So I take my business. So I say, don't play around with that. You know, so in terms of my business, my reputation, you know, okay, and people say shit, whatever. But I mean, there's certain, there's a limit that that with that, I take it so seriously. And you have to, if you're not going to take it at 100% and put it as a priority, and you're like, oh, I'll work on it tomorrow. Oh, we'll see. I'm going to go out with my friends. It never does. It's like it trickled down. I notice even myself when I put, like there's certain stuff that I'll procrastinate on for like strategic reasons because uh, I work well under pressure. So if there's something that's due, whatever, sometimes I'll be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll get, like, I'll, I'll think in my head, I'll go like, okay, the maximum I need is I got to get like, I don't know, I could do five pages a day for this script if I start doing it then, you know, and yeah, I kind of yeah, push myself yeah. uh, to do it later on because I know I won't have a chance to fuck around. Now I have to do it. Yeah. But I, uh, every time I'll put something off that doesn't need to be put off, I fuck it up. Yeah. I fuck it up. It's like, fuck, I should have done that then. You, you know what I mean? So now I, I do stuff early. I'll buy Shirley. He knows a lot of the upgrades that we made to the studio, we weren't even able to use till like weeks or months later, but I still am like, no, no, we're future-proofing. Yeah, I'm you have to. I'm preparing for yeah, the next point, thing. Yeah. I'm preparing for the next thing. Like I'm very anal about that type of shit. You have to, because if you're just, I mean, if you're always like trying to wing it and going in the moment, everything, you have to always be months ahead of what you want to do. Like yeah. even me for New Year's, I'm going to sit. And, and the difference between me and a lot of people is that whatever I say for my New Year's, I have a target. I'm going to come out with four new online self-defense courses. Do you get a lot of people that come to you and go, look, I have a New Year's resolution and I want to lose weight. Or, and then like three weeks later, a month, they disappear. Um, So f like lately, I've had a pretty good track record. Like the people who've come to me have been pretty consistent because I make them accountable. I make them write stuff. I make them, I follow, I monitor. I, hey, what's going on? They see me. And I tell them at the end, don't waste my time. If you want to waste your, don't waste my time. I don't care about the money. Yeah. Like I really don't like I'm busy enough. I want to know that you're dedicated, that you're going to get results, that you're going to work for it. If not, don't come here. And I said this to a woman I used to train. I said, stop wasting your money and your time. What? She'd show up and just wouldn't do it. Half the time she wouldn't show up. Half the time she had an excuse. So I'm like, you're wasting your money. You're wasting your time and you're wasting mine. I'd rather give it to somebody else. Yeah. I'm not saying that, at right now in your life, this is not a priority. When it's a priority, you let me know when you come back, the door's open. But right now, go do your thing. Yeah. And it took that, and what actually happened with that woman, she came back a year and a half later, this was a couple Motivated. of years ago, 
sat in my gym. I go, you're going to leave now. You're not going to lose the weight. And, t- and, and the time is going to go by and you'll be back here again. So she left a year and a half. She came back, sat in my gym. She cried and she's like, I'm serious. Now I'm going to do it. I go, I don't believe you. Why should I believe you? What's so different now? How did you get in here? Right? So then she actually started <laughs> the She actually started writing to me. And one of the things was she went, I can't remember, this was like a few years ago. She went to an event and somebody called her fat or did something. This is an adult woman? Yeah, adult woman. That is a weird line for an adult yeah. man at an event. And, and she, she, Welcome to the party, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> like, Steve, you're 40. It was but, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was me. He was looking in the mirror. She, she felt seen. <laughs> It was Poseidon. He was bro. psyching himself up. It was Poseidon. Get on the treadmill, fatty. Get on the treadmill. She's like, oh my God, it's not this again. <laughs> He's like, what's this fat bitch talking about? <laughs> but, but you know what? Somebody made a comment and it took that for her to say, I'm going to do it. And she lost almost 80 or 90 pounds oh, fuck. in almost a year. You know, but like I go, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it once and we're going to do it right. Nice. And that's what it takes. Sometimes, unfortunately, it takes a really hard moment in your life. It takes failure. Everything it takes, takes failure. failure. I've noticed all my successes yeah. come after devastating failures. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that's what so many people don't go out and do it because of the fear of failure. Oh, it's unavoidable. Yeah, it's a, you will. It's impossible. You're going to get everything right. It's impossible. No. What do you think? You're me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I fail all the time. That's, that's, that's part of the game. Yeah, yeah. You have to fail. You have to. I've never met a non... I've never met that. Like everyone's failing. Yeah. It's impossible not to fail. Yeah, but you get up. It's the Rocky. No joke. Yeah, you fucking fall down six times. You get up seven. Yeah. That's it. And eventually, every, every time you fail, you just get better at doing it. You get better at. By the way, this is applying for legal stuff, not to rapists. Okay, don't fucking <laughs> don't use any of this advice. You sons of bitches, <laughs> and turn it around on us. <laughs> the, so the, the, rape, the rape jokes. Yeah. Uh, well, this was more of a rapist joke, a but rapist. I feel you. I feel you. Um, Poseidon has a great rape joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of it. He can't say it though. It's it's for the stage. Then people are gonna know his punchline. <laughs> it's a good punchline. Yeah, it is a very good punchline. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, Coming from you, I really do appreciate it. I yeah. still can't believe Poseidon had a chance to win five grand. Poseidon, I I think he didn't tell me on purpose. Oh, of course he didn't tell me on purpose. Fucking no, telling. honestly, I would have got a whip. Bro, hold on. Back like, in the day, he used to the trainer. Hold on, run. Hold on. We used to go to the gym on Saint Lawrence. He used to have another trainer. He used to lie. Bro. It was the funniest thing. And then I didn't realize that he was lying until the trainer told me because uh, we were out one night. And the trainer was like, fuck, bro. I'm, I've been training very hard with him. Like, I work out. I tell him my meal plan, whatever. This guy keeps fucking gaining weight. So then he asked me one day. It, it, pounds, was, it was a Saturday. And he tells me, he's like, because uh, I guess he had asked Poseidon, what did you eat yesterday? So Poseidon had lied to him, but I didn't know. So he tells me, like, uh, were you with? I go, yeah, I was with, what did you eat yesterday? What did he eat? I was like, I don't know. He had a pizza. He had this. He had that. <laughs> and then I didn't know that Poseidon was bullshitting the guy. So I was like, this is why he can't lose weight. So the guy was losing his fucking mind because he was fucking training. The guy was jacked. He was doing it. So he's telling Poseidon what to do. He's training with Poseidon. He sees Poseidon doing the training. He's telling him what to do. Poseidon's like, I'm eating. And he's like, how the fuck is this guy not losing weight? It's because Poseidon was like, of course, I'm on my fucking bananas. I'm on my lettuce. But the guy's eating fucking pizzas, desserts. So he was negating all the work that he was doing. So I omitted facts. I didn't outright lie. So I was eating what he told me to eat, but I was also adding extra stuff that weren't <laughs> yeah. needed. So th- I'm very sneaky like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I won't blatantly lie, but I'll pull a little shit like that. He's a liar. He's a but liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking but, <laughs> but, but that's the tough part. And I tell people, my clients, I'm like, they're not losing weight. And I'm like, well, I go, you're here with me three times, three hours a week. But the work happens once you walk out of here. 
right? Like yeah. I tell them, write down what you eat. They never do. I remember one guy's like, yeah, I eat really well. I said, can you write down what you eat for the week so I can do it? Like you had McDonald's, a muffin. Like what do you, what do you call yeah. this eating well? Like, like he's like, yeah, but I'm hungry. Yeah, but that's not eating well. And then you understand why you're not losing weight. I mean. 100%. By the way, I'm even more upset now at the $5,000. Because I just realized I had a fucking, I had a fucking, I had fucking Nick, bro. I'm yeah. more upset at myself. No, you I don't told him. Come this is not even a joke. Train. You could have 5,000. Okay. But you could have actually made 2,500. No joke. You could have split half with him because yeah. he, he tell him, Nick, you just have to keep me on a leash. We're both making money. Yeah. You would have, instead of $0, you would have made two and a half thousand. Yeah. yeah. He would have got paid for his work yeah. by two and a half thousand by fucking working your and ass now, out and now I would have had that would have 100% worked because now I have somebody else's uh, money uh, at stake I would have yeah, yeah, exactly. so I so I, I have I have I'm very toxic with myself or in the sense that like if it's my money on stake for some reason I don't but you, you wouldn't want to fuck him over by but spending all those I, hours with you not getting paid I know yeah exactly I don't yeah. like to fuck I with other people's mouth together bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I don't like to fuck <laughs> with other people's no, no, it would have been good and he could have used that money now because he has no more car so he could have yeah. used that money to look at... Cut about a, beside yeah. it's all your fucking fault, man. Yeah. It is. It, he knows. He, who yeah, else is fault? I know, I know. You understand? We would keep every couple of weeks, I'd be like, guys, you have to bring it back up to him because he's he's gaining weight. I could see it. Like, yeah. We have to bring it back up to him. I would try, and then he'd get upset. He's like, it's one pizza, bro. It's one this. And then but, I realized, I go, I can't yell at him anymore because it doesn't work. I yeah. started really strong, but then I just I went off But the I told him, I go, Poseidon, we start at 2. If you show at 2.15, you just lost... 15 minutes, yeah. Two, two, one forty-five. Yeah. you're there. Two o'clock on the dot. Two o'clock, we're not warming up. Two o'clock, we start. I mean, that's that's how structured you have to be in terms of losing your, like, like when you want to do this, so your you know weight what, loss. Though? Yeah. You know how you say it's uh, people take L's? Yeah. I took this L after this, after this moment. Bro, I'm getting jacked, bro. I hope so, I'm but I feel like in weight. six months he's gonna be like, yeah. "I want your Jack in the <laughs> Box." You don't understand? I've actually, I've, I've actually been fighting demons because of this. Like I'm very upset at myself. Wait, wait, wait. is the five grand still gonna apply? Yeah. No, no, the five grand. No, lost. no, it's not. It's gone. That's gone. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm so upset at myself. I got so upset at myself that I started fighting old demons, bro. So I'm, I'm very upset. So I, I'm gonna, I, I'm saying it here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking get ripped. But here's back. the thing: don't I say it. Sell. Yeah. Do I keep telling, oh, bro, yeah. do it. You sound yeah, like yeah, no. yeah, I know inside now he don't got tingles because so you easy. just pissed him off. Because that I had the same car. Because I'll say he'll. I told him what he does. He puts all his energy yeah. in here in his head, like thinking of stuff, and then saying, uh, building his whole all his energy is like it's gonna. Uh, and then whew, he tires himself out. He's like woof, but he accomplished nothing. nothing yeah. I go, don't fuck, just do it. Just do do, it, don't yeah. spend yeah. the energies. But he does it all the time. I'm glad that you called him out. But, on that but if you do it, it's not enough to say I'm gonna do it. Tell me how you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. What I know, I know. That's where you put the energy, the yeah. planning, time, yeah. the structure. Yeah. yeah. And it's got to be detailed. It has to be realistic too with your lifestyle. I have to write down a new schedule. He has everything at his disposal to do whatever he wants. He's got the time. He has the you. Yeah. He has he like he he has uh, the know-how. He has the like he has everything at his disposal to to get ripped. He has everything at his disposal to start we have a network here. He can yeah. start his own fucking fitness show. He could do what he has the, at his disposal all the tools to do whatever the fuck he yeah. dreams of. You guys even have a space. You put some weights, some kettlebells. You could well, have a little workout right I'm not going to let him stink this place up. <laughs> but, uh, the, 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 but the point is he has everything at his disposable, as his disposal Actually, to he, do. He can't gain, he can't gain weight. I, I want him to stay fat. Why? Because in the short film I wrote, he's going to be uh, he's going to be the guy who handles the money. Oh. He's going to be the gangster. Well, look, he, he's, he's severely <laughs> overweight now. So even if he starts losing weight, he's still going to be a big guy. Let him be a big jack guy. Big jack guy. Yeah. 
Because I, I, I've, I've done progress already on uh, on um, food. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, um, chin ups. ups. Yeah, yeah chin nice. ups. I've done progress. Stronger. Uh, food. Uh, you know, I'm working on. Okay, it. so if your chin ups are, are doing better, imagine how amazing you're gonna be when you're gaining strength, but you've lost weight. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's even lighter to pull oh, yourself yeah, up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll you're gonna be able to pull yourself out of a sewer. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's the ninja turtle. That's what I'm <laughs> the ninja turtle. I, I wanna when I hit rock bottom, I wanna be able to pull myself out of that barrel, bro. Oh, well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna. Uh, yeah. We've been down here a while. We're gonna fill it up with water. <laughs> yeah, but it's not happening. Anyways, Nick, this, this is what we're gonna do. Uh, anyone who doesn't know you, yeah, should fucking know you. But all your links are already in the description. Are you giving out? So even if they're not in Montreal right now, people could take your yeah, online, online classes. Stuff, yeah. So there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to. And it's, I mean, I, like I said, I trained a guy from Poland yesterday, Russia, from all around the world. Was it's he a mercenary? Easy. I don't know, actually. Some of the guys are pretty sketchy now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you like never some know. Yeah. Sketchy guys adding me, you know, uh, yes, Mr. Nick, I want to learn a knife defense, tactical defense. These Ukrainians <laughs> are getting out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, can you show me how to use a knife and not only defend them against a knife? Well, I said, yeah, I could show you to defend. And you know, like, <laughs> hold the knife this way, come there. I'm like, but how I stab twist? How I stab twist? <laughs> and you're like, well, that's another class. Uh, it's going to cost you 50 bucks extra, but I'll show you how to stab twist. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Nick Drotsos is online. Nick Self Defense. He's on Instagram. He's on Twitter. He's on the YouTube. All the links are already in the description. Follow Nick. And I'm telling you, if you want to lose weight, sign up to the class. You don't have to go in anymore. You could just do it online. Yeah. But don't do what Poseidon did. Listen to him when he tells yeah. you what to eat. It's all part of the system. It's true. It's all part of the weight training is one thing. Uh, learning stuff is another. And then eating. It all yeah, goes together. It comes down, yeah. And then you get jacked and you can get roles in movies. That's how this works. Yeah. Nick. Thank you for being here, you jackhammer. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. We built this prison cell Cause we can't trust ourselves Critically ashamed and all afraid We'll make a murder, murder, murder Saying that this is the American dream You're gonna have to fight if you wanna believe To see it all the way Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.